Hello, my name is Andrew Gomison, and each and every Wednesday, it is my privilege to be your host for the Speaking For Him podcast. I'm super excited about everyone that joins me for this time of encouragement on this journey that we call the Christian life. Today, I am super excited to be bringing you an interview with my good friend, Tara Massey, who is one of the owners of Dove Light Studios. She will tell us how they pivoted from a photography studio, which they still do some of, to a full-fledged movie studio and are releasing their first film very soon, Do Not Grow Weary, starring none other than Dean Cain. She will also talk about her testimony and how God has been with her through the ups and downs of the Christian life. It really does typify what we talk about here on the podcast. Life can be rocky, but when we are believers, Jesus is with us all the way, for he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Well, I want to start out today with our quote of the day. And our quote of the day comes from the book of Isaiah in the Old Testament, and it's verse 31 of chapter 40. And I think what's really neat about some of these familiar passages is we need to take some time to consider them and digest them because they are powerful, and sometimes familiarity breeds apathy. So here is that passage. Isaiah 40, verse 31. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And this verse actually forms the basis for the title of the movie. So it was very important to Tara as they were going through the process of making the movie. I'm super proud to say that in this trailer which I'm about to play for you, you will hear Tara's voice because she actually got cast in the film as well as producing. So it's a pretty exciting story, and we'll get into more of that as soon as we share with you the trailer for Do Not Grow Weary. Unit 26, response and address 341 South Sycamore Avenue. Possible homicide. Unit 26 in route. Open up, police! Whoa, whoa, whoa! Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, as you have seen, there is only one conclusion to be drawn, and that is that the defendant had both opportunity and motive to commit these murders. I didn't kill them! Carson's dad, it seems impossible. I just want him to know that I love him. But I don't even know him. I don't know anything about my dad. I don't want to end up like him. Or, you know, whatever led him to kill my mom. It was our job to defend this man. And if we miss something, then I think we need to reopen this case. Are you sure you should be pursuing this? I mean, it sounds risky. Before we go to trial. I had a look. When the coming my way. I promise you, I'll take care of it one way or another. 
Namaste. The trailer looks amazing, and you can view it through the YouTube link, which I will throw on the blog at speakingforhim.blogspot.com. I really hope that you will encourage these filmmakers when the film uh, is available for public use. Um, We got into that a little bit. Uh, They're still putting the finishing touches on the final product, so there was only so much she could tell me about that, but I'm extremely excited about what they did. And one of the many factoids that we will be discussing in this interview is that they actually got the use of a real police station for the movie. So that was pretty awesome. Well, I don't want to talk about the interview anymore. I want you to hear it. So without further ado, here is my interview with my good friend, Tara Massey of Dove Light Studios. Well, it is my privilege today here on the Speaking for Him podcast to have a good friend named uh, Tara Massey with us. Tara and I go way back many years to meeting at family camp at Camp Ewakaya on Stony Lake in the beautiful state of Michigan. I am still in Michigan uh, and Tara is off to adventures on the other side of the country. We'll get into that. Um, but welcome to the show, Tara. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm really excited to talk about the latest ventures that you have found yourself in. And uh, But well, let's start with an intro question. Just tell us a little bit about yourself, about maybe your childhood and growing up years. Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I grew up in Michigan, in beautiful uh, Michigan, near Lake Michigan, and love going to Camp Aokaya. Some amazing memories there. Um, but yeah, my family um, raised me in the church, and um, I just grew up uh, loving the Lord and also um, just being really involved with my church and youth program and was really thankful for that went to Spring Arbor University in Michigan and um, later got married to my husband, Jason, who is, he was like born in Michigan, lived in Florida, moved to Alaska, <laughs> was visiting Michigan. That's where I met him. And a uh, poor guy landed in Michigan for another three uh, years And when we got married. And then um, we decided, hey, let's move south. <laughs> let's get some mountains and some beaches near us. So we moved to South Carolina. And um, that's where we find ourselves now. We have I have two kids, um, Caleb and Eliana. So it's great. That's awesome. And I must say it's great to watch them grow up via all the photos on Facebook. So thank you for keeping <laughs> us updated that way. So you talked about growing up with Christian parents and growing up in the church. Uh, but how old were you when your relationship with Jesus became personal? and what was that journey like for you? Yeah, um, great question. So I remember at five years old, like riding in the car with my parents. We were on um, on vacation. We were like going to get on a sailboat. And I just remember staring out the window and like thinking, you know, all these big questions. And, um, and I just remember, you know, just 
I don't know, feeling like chosen by God, I guess. And I just remember praying and accepting Christ as my savior with my mom right there in the car. And then, um, I was, uh, shortly after baptized and then, um, yeah, I mean, life kind of has its turns. I, I went through a lot of different things growing up, but I really remember, um, going through a spiritual formation in my college years, um, after I lost, um, a boyfriend to a car accident. And I just remember really, um, really feeling the closeness of God then and understanding the work of the Holy Spirit and really understanding what it means to fully trust God and things like that. And so my life took a pretty big change at that point in my college years. All right. Well, thank you for that background information. This leads us to the reason that I asked you to join me today. First of all, to talk about your company, Dove Light, which started as a photography business and then pivoted to a film studio. Um, so why don't you talk about the photography portion first, and then we'll segue into what you're doing with film now today. That's great. That's awesome. Um, it's a cool story. Um, so my husband, Jason, he went to school for photography and has always just been really creative and very talented. And, um, so he can make some beautiful images. And, um, I went to school for communications. And so, um, and I had some business background. So when we got married, it was like, Hey, like clearly we need to start this dove light photography. <laughs> That's just what we're supposed to do. And, um, so we started double photography and, um, it was pretty interesting. We started with doing families and weddings and babies and all of that fun stuff. There's a good market for that. Later we got into, um, photographing aspiring actors and musicians and models. And we, we started hosting modeling workshops and we had coaches there and we had nutrition people there and we had, um, a whole salon and boutique that we partnered with. And it was a really amazing experience. And, um, that led us to kind of think more about the, entertainment industry. Um, and then we moved to South Carolina and we replanted our business completely. And, um, we really started connecting with small businesses. So we were like, okay, that's, let's make that our, our niche and let's just serve small businesses. And, um, the networking, cl- uh, culture here is really beautiful and everyone gets, everyone loves to connect people, you know? So, um, that really took off. And I would say we, we grew more in like one year here in South Carolina than we did in like six years in Michigan. So we grew a lot. Um, so we were like, okay, small businesses, that's where it's at. Well, um, then the pandemic hit (laughs) 2020 hit. We also were still doing weddings at that time. Um, and it changed everything. We noticed the need for video. So we added video to our list of services and, um, we were hired by the city of Greer. It's a little town in South Carolina. It's like a Hallmark town. It's very beautiful. But what happened was they had a 18th month long construction project going on their main street. Um, and so they were kind of transforming their downtown and then, so those businesses that were along that main street were really suffering for foot traffic. And then, um, the pandemic hit. So they're kind of double whammy there, <laughs> um, suffering again. And so the city of Greer hired us to film, uh, some, take some footage of the, of the reopening of the street and do some videos for all the businesses that were along that main street. 
And so that was a really fun project and um, it really kickstarted our video business. And so in 2020, we pretty much doubled our business. Um, also though, the weddings that were postponed from 2020 were now being shot in 2021. So we were like overloaded crazy and um, really didn't understand how to like get, you know, hire a lot of things out. And when we did, sometimes it hurt us. So we, um, I ended up going through a burnout, <laughs> a pretty big burnout. Um, it, but that was just a time that the Lord used to really, I guess, uh, repurpose what we have and just show us like that he's been preparing us for something else. And that's when I realized, um, just, I guess, how unique the purpose of storytelling is and just that we have this really big responsibility. And all of a sudden I saw its worth and its value. And, um, and also I ended up kind of just having this moment of where I was like, that's it. I'm just done with this. I'm so done. I'm, I need to get out of here. I need to do something different. And I found a really cheap acting class <laughs> two hours away and um, just kind of came across it. And I said, Jason, taking the kids, we're going to go to this acting class. And he's like, I'm coming with you. So we all went down. We met a man named Jason Campbell who started um, JC Films. It's a uh, worldwide film company. And uh, we learned a lot about JC Films clubs and that um, basically what they, what they do is they're production clubs and they help, you know, uh, make movies. <laughs> so he said, you, you guys are really set up to have a club since we have a studio in Greer and we're near Bob Jones University. They have a huge um, film uh, program. So we were like, OK, you know, hey, let, why not? So we uh, had our first meeting. Twenty people showed up <laughs> and I asked everybody, you know, what? what drew you here? You know, why did you show up? And everyone, we just went around the room, had some kind of story like, you know what? I am going through a really tough time. I'm grieving. I just need some inspiration or I I'm burned out. I just need something different. I just need a community, you know, things like that. And so it was just this really cool, like ministry that started from that. And, uh, we, we, we kind of made do not grow weary the movie, do not grow weary. And we were like, this is it. This is where we belong. <laughs> this is what we need to do. So we um, transitioned to Dove Light Studios and um, and uh, now crew movie sets as well. So tell me about your first project or your first major project, Do Not Grow Weary. Tell me a little bit about the process of how that came together. Yeah, great question. So Do Not Grow Weary was written by Jason Campbell. He sent us um, a script that had a, a great storyline, a good beginning, middle, and end. Um, it, he asked us to develop it. Um, it needed some character development, some areas. Um, we needed like a all is lost moment, you know, and to add more of the faith aspect to it since they are fam uh, family and faith-based films. And so um, it was really cool to be able to to write and just put a lot of creativity and thought and research into this. So um, there was a team of three of us writers who finished the script. And since we were dealing with, it has a lot to do with um, law and um, it's kind of like a law and order. And um, so we had um, an attorney, a solicitor and a judge all um, helping us um, and they were consulting on the script. So that's where that started. And then our, our club raised funds and, um, got together and like, you know, set the locations and, and, um, figured out the schedule and 
it was really neat because none of us really knew what to do. We never, none of us had been on a film set before and it was amazing just the, how the Lord responded. Like he said, go and build this and, you know, people showed up. And so, um, Shane McMullen, uh, contacted us and Shane is a filmmaker graduated from Bob Jones university. And, uh, he said, Hey, I heard that you guys are making a movie with Dean Kane. Dean Kane is in it. He was Superman back in the nineties. Um, and, uh, he said, I, I want to see how I can help. And we were like, Oh, great. <laughs> you can definitely help. And, and we just got excited. And he showed up uh, later with his friend, uh, Ben Macy Jack, who also was another filmmaker and both of them just sat down with us and they had been on the film sets with um, the Kendricks brothers and they had a lot of amazing experience um, in the film industry. And so they just sat down with us and they said, okay, what do you need? And we just kind of were like, we're not exactly sure, but you know, here's what we were thinking. And they're like, okay, look, we're going to give you our cameras to use and some gear. Um, you really need to get your church involved. You need to get the, the local churches involved. You need people to come and pray for you on, on the set. You need to, um, you know, uh, just get a lot of, um, Christians to just cover you guys in prayer. And we're going to come in alongside you and just, I guess, mentor you. And we were like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, perfect. And they did. And, um, I don't think, our film would be as, I mean, if I can say this, I think it's pretty good for a, a first film. <laughs> um, but it had a lot to do with their guidance and then just how the Lord has prepared Jason to, to capture, uh, good footage. He, I think his photography experience made him a very good cinematographer. Um, and I produced it and I've been producing with Dove Lights photography like for 11 years. So that really helped. And, um, and then we also, with all our connections in the business world, it was so cool how God used them to just uh, provide for us. So we had locations through our business friends. We had uh, food on set that was at no cost to us. It was the local restaurants and um, that helped. So, and then also I got um, wardrobe as well through a local boutique. So it's just amazing um, how the community came together. And we all together made this film and they're all going in the credits as well. So it's really exciting. So did you guys participate in the casting of the film as well then? Yeah, great question. So um, as part of the club, you know, we were like, hey, who has an interest in casting? And so we had a number of people raise their hands, you know, and so they did some research and learned. We even talked to some casting directors who've, um, you know, cast for a lot of, um, bigger projects. And, um, so these women, uh, cast it. And then of course the director and producer have a say as well. So that, that would be Jason and I, um, and I told them, so I auditioned and <laughs> I wanted to act. And, um, I said, guys, I'm going to audition, but I know that I'm producing as well. And I want you to go where the money is like you, it's okay with what you decide. We're going to go with that. Um, and, I ended up getting the part. And so it was exciting. And the cast and crew were all very gracious um, about that, about the fact that I was producing and acting in it. And so, um, and they were all very helpful as well, since I had quite a bit on my plate. Dean <laughs> Kane is, of course, formerly Superman from Lois and Clark. And he's very well known in the Christian slash conservative world especially when it comes to the films that he's made recently. 
And mm-hmm. he's definitely made some bold stands for the truth. So tell me what it was like to find out that you had actually gotten him to sign on to this project. Yeah, that's great. You know, I grew up watching Lewis and Clark, so I loved the idea of meeting him and, um, and a lot of people did. We all kind of, in fact, our, our audio guy, he, uh, came on set and I don't know his background story, but Superman meant something to him and they are best friends <laughs> to this day. They talk weekly on Twitter or X or whatever it's called. And, um, it's just really funny, but Dean, um, Dean was great to work with. So, um, he just comes for one day. So we film all of his scenes in one day and he was coming from a film set in West Virginia. So he was coming off the set late at night in West Virginia, drove through the night. He stopped in North Carolina to visit with his son. Um, and then he drove more into the night, uh, to, to get to South Carolina to us and showed up on set in the morning. Um, we handed him you know, everything he needed. Um, at that, at that time we were filming in the Greer police department. And so when he showed up, he was like, hold on, you guys have this whole police department that you can use. It, like he just was shocked because we had key cards to all these rooms and, you know, we could go, <laughs> you know, everywhere in there. It was, it was really neat. Um, and so, and he also said, um, yeah, you know, going on all the, all these film sets, sometimes you just don't know what you are walking into. And he goes, but you guys really have it together. And, uh, he came kind of with this whole, okay, I'm going to have to help them out here, knowing that it was our first film. But, um, after a few minutes, he was like, oh, you got this. And we ended up cutting him an hour early. So we just got all the, the shoot wrapped up. And then, um, he stayed for a, a fundraising event. We had dessert with Dean Kane and we had about a hundred people show up, including our mayor and, and, uh, many city people and a lot of, um, people from the jail and police department there. And it was just really, really exciting. So, um, and he was so much fun, just very personable, very down to earth, very authentic. So it was neat. That's a pretty good get to get an actual police department for your very first film <laughs> and not have to construct a, su- a set that you have to, you know, suspend belief to actually believe you're in a police station. That's a pretty good, pretty good get for you guys. So it definitely does sound like you landed in a good place there uh, for Dove Light Studios. So what's next okay. for the film? How soon is it going to be available for the public to watch? Is there going to be a theatrical release or a digital release anytime soon? Yeah, great question. So we're working on uh, the final edit of it, and then it will go to sound mixing and scoring. And we have um, award-winning musician Matthew Sargent. Uh, he used to score for a lot of um, TV shows in Hollywood. And so it's really exciting to have him do this. And then um, our goal is to have it done and ready for a film festival on March 22nd. So, um, yeah, it's we're kind of coming to a close with it, I think. Um, and we do plan for it to be on streaming services such as, um, Amazon prime. It will be on a streaming service called JC plus and hopefully many others. Um, and I'm not, I'm not sure yet about a theatrical release, but we do plan to have a premiere, um, for one day in the theaters. Well, that is super exciting. I've always been interested in anything dramatic films or plays or anything of that nature. So that intrigues me. Um, I would still like to be a part of a, a, 
family-friendly motion picture someday. So who yeah. knows what might happen in the future. But I'm really excited for you guys. And I'm excited to see the film uh, so that I can get a review out there uh, to let other people know about it. Because we definitely need to have high-quality family entertainment, especially in this day and age where there's so much darkness in our entertainment. So I appreciate mm-hmm. what you guys are doing and I'm excited for you, which leads me to the question, what is next for you guys? I mean, it sounds like you have quite a bit to do on do not grow weary yet, but do you, are you already thinking about your next project? Yes, we are. Um, yeah. So we have a number of wonderfully written scripts uh, from award-winning uh, screenwriters that I've just met through film festivals and social media and things like that. Um, so it's really exciting. And we are going through them right now, just seeing um, which ones are most feasible for us to do um, with a, you know, a, a low budget film um, and also get some grants and things like that. So uh, right now we we're going to be choosing a screenplay by the end of this month. And, um, yeah, and then we'll kind of go from there. So, and I'm glad to hear that you are interested in being a part of a film, uh, at some point. So let's definitely keep in touch about that. <laughs> that yes, great. I would, that would be thrilling and it would be great to come see Dove Light Studios eventually and see all the cool things that you guys are working on. I'm really excited for you guys, especially because when you guys came and did our family pictures several years ago, yeah. I had no idea how big God's plan would be for you guys. So it's just so exciting to watch this happening. And um, I know from the very early days of our friendship, um, we've been praying for each other that God would use us in mighty ways. And he certainly is doing that as we trust him. So that's an exciting thing. So if you were to give me one or maybe two things that I can particularly pray for and have my listeners pray for right now, what would those be? Thank you so much. It's so needed. And um, I think um, just as, you know, we lead this club, um, the film club that we would have wisdom um, and just protection because it's, it is very hard <laughs> at times to, lead a lot of people and delegate things, um, just, and as we learn to, um, and, uh, we, I should have mentioned this too, but we are starting a podcast as well called, um, movie worthy stories where we interview, uh, real life people who have real life stories that could be made into a movie, because I think that those are the most powerful kinds of movies. And we just want everything to point to truth and, um, and, and God's grace. We just, we, we just hope that um, our movies do that. So you can pray for that as well. Thank you. Absolutely. I will definitely be praying for you um, about the podcast and the movie club. I think it's so neat that a movie club is a thing. And <laughs> I really need to look into that and see if there's anything like that around here, because that would definitely be something that I would be interested in. Um, and also I will, Definitely be consulting with you on the podcasting thing. The Lord has been gracious and I've been able to celebrate 11 years of podcasting as of last month. So I'm just really excited 
to see how God has used that in my ministry. Yeah. Congratulations. That's huge. (laughs) So do you have a favorite Bible verse either that God is using in your life right now, or maybe one that has been a life verse for you? Yeah, that's a really great question. I actually have three, but um, I want to just mention Isaiah 40, 31. For those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. I love that because our movie was called Do Not Grow Weary. And that verse is actually in it. And it was just so fitting for the time that we are going through. And it just was a constant reminder of do not grow weary because it's very hard to make a movie. <laughs> I can, I can plan a wedding in 10 minutes. I'm not kidding. I can plan a wedding in 10 minutes. A movie schedule is a million times harder. <laughs> There's just a lot of moving parts. It really is a miracle that it comes together and we really had to trust the Lord. And when we, um, we're just constantly reminded of not growing weary because he was with us. It was huge. Um, so that is definitely, um, a very powerful verse. Um, another one that comes to mind is first Peter three, five, um, trust or no, that one's Philippians four. Um, uh, cast all your cares upon him for he cares for you. And that was huge as well, just to give things up to the Lord, um, and not be anxious about anything because it was very hard. It, you know, when you have so many things hanging over your head and so many responsibilities and so many people, you know, you're accountable for, um, it can get hard. So that was a huge verse to me as well. Well, those are both precious verses uh, to me as well. And so thank you for sharing those. I just really like the opportunity to share other people's stories here on the podcast. I always say that my favorite uh, podcasts are ones where they are interviews. And not just because the editing is easier, uh, mm-hmm. but also just because it's so great to be able to have a conversation. Um, I love getting to know people and encouraging them in the Lord. And so I appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me. I just have one final question before we wrap up. And that is, what is God teaching you specifically this year in 2023? Mm, yeah. Um I think he's, he's still showing me that, um, uh, that his grace is sufficient and, um, that we really can trust him. Um, and it's hard when you're going through a transition, you know, from, from photography to filmmaking, (laughs) um, and just trying to figure out, you know, how to live in this, you know, with this purpose and this passion, but make money at it, you know, um, or be able to put food on the table. It's hard. It's very hard. Um, but God is just continually reminding us to trust him and to take those leaps of faith. And um, he's just been affirming a lot to like that. This is the path that he has us on for right now. And it's um, and um, it's important. So, yeah. Well, it has been a privilege of mine to have Tara Massey, a very dear friend, and one of the co-owners of Dove Light Studios with me on the podcast today. If you have appreciated this podcast episode, please share it with your family and friends, and please reach out with any comments or questions with the contact information that we'll roll at the end of the show, and I will make sure that Tara receives any feedback that you have for her as well. Until next time, this is Andrew Gomison saying, have a great week and keep serving the best of masters.
Thank you for listening to today's episode. Your host has been Andrew Gomison, founder of Speaking for Him. For more information on today's show and to leave us comments and voicemails, visit speakingforhim.blogspot.com. You can find Andrew's ministry at speakingforhim.com. That's speaking, the number four, H-I-M. You can also interact with us at facebook.com slash speakingforhim and on Twitter at Speaking for Him. And when you look for us on iTunes and Stitcher, let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a rating and review. 